Hello and welcome to another episode of How Are You Holding Up? A mental health podcast by the depressed for the depressed. I'm Chris. And I'm Lindsay. And the first question I want to ask is, Lindsay, how are you holding up? Um, I'm okay. I have now been, I think it's about three and a half weeks of working 10-hour days with mm-hmm. one-day breaks. Yep. Uh, this weekend I will not be getting a break. So guys, we're coming to you from a very small room uh, during a work day on our lunch break. <laughs> yeah. How are you holding up? I am angry and frustrated and I am not in a good place. Things were going pretty good for a bit there and I was feeling pretty awesome and And things just kind of took a turn, and I guess uh, so. So let's um, let's start off with um... today. The topic is rage, yeah. But also just kind of checking in with each other because we've been going at this job for a while now, this project, and um, aren't mentally as sound as normal. No. Uh, not getting enough sleep, not getting enough downtime. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's very much uh, apparent the longer that you, you do these kind of things, the, the more that you have to deal with uh, the fallout, basically, of the overworking and the exhaustion and the, the acute mental stress and frustration. And so. things, you know, they build upon each other, so... Something that might normally just be frustrating ends up being absolutely enraging. Mm-hmm. Um, it's harder to deal with stuff, communicate clearly. Sometimes when I get like this, I start thinking, okay, you know what? I'm just going to wait till the end of the project to discuss this issue that I had or whatever. Um, try and check in with myself to make sure, I've, am I tired? Am I lonely? Am I hungry? <laughs> yeah. um, you know, the halt. Is it hungry, angry, lonely, or tired? If you're one of those things, try to take care of it. And I am currently all four of those. (laughs) So it is definitely at a standpoint of, uh, no, the rest of the world can kind of fuck off for a bit. And uh, I just got to focus on me once this is over with. Yeah. So. So with anger, how are you noticing it affect you and build? The first thing that I'm noticing is my uh, my heart feels like it's going to explode out of my chest half of the time. Usually I get the, uh, the heavy heartbeat, the feeling it and hearing it in my ears. Uh, as, as the day progresses, um, the frustration mounts. And that's, a, that's one of the things that um, I feel like there are different types of anger. Yes. And I feel like it's it's important to kind of take that into account when you think of, well, I'm angry, so what does that mean? It typically means, hey, uh, <laughs> I, I just want to fucking smash right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm incredible hulked out, but I'm, but I'm a post-hulked out banner where I just feel tired and drained. I think, uh, yeah, there's different kinds of anger, especially depending on where you are emotionally. And, you know, rage, I think, is a different level of um, than anger because you can be angry. And yeah. if you were lucky and you were shown how to be angry appropriately, then that's kind of easy for you. If you have never really 
learned how to deal with anger mm-hmm. um, or your family had some poor habits of dealing with it like being passive aggressive when they get angry shutting down and pulling away to show you how angry and mad they are and punish you with that mm-hmm. um, or raging where you just blow up mm-hmm. um, and say things that you wouldn't normally mean um, and it feels really good in the moment and then you feel terrible later I think the problem with being exhausted and not just tired and not exhausted like, wow, I ran all day. I mean, exhausted where you haven't had any time to yourself for weeks and weeks and weeks and you're with the same people working on the same stuff. Um, It can get to a point where even with your best intentions going into the day, the anger can just come out when you're not expecting it. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. It's... it's, um... So, so part of the the job that I've been doing uh, lately was I was given a, a lot more responsibility. I basically got a promotion, which, hooray, that was that was something I was working towards. And some of my frustrations come from the uh, obviously the additional responsibilities. The stakes are raised a bit. Um, you have control over various people that are working under you, but you are increasingly finding it difficult to be the bad guy when you need to be or perhaps you worry about not being the bad guy enough to a point where you overcompensate and now all of a sudden you're a dictator so in finding those that that balance on top of receiving you know copious amounts of notes or getting frustrated with things that are not going your way in whatever capacity it is, it uh, it eventually hits a point where you you really are uh, you're just this bottle of rage waiting to explode, and you can't because that's not professional. Do you find that you are having little moments of rage where it just like like a little bit of steam gets released, and then you feel guilty about it? Yeah, absolutely. I I uh, unfortunately enough, like a lot of those things. Uh, those things really like get to me on a level of like I can't go home without needing to blow off steam before I get home or else I'll take it off or I'll take it out on people at home. Yeah. And that's that's the worst case scenario at that point. So for me, one of the things that it, well, I think for anybody that struggles with any kind of anger or rage is when you feel safe with certain people and you know that you can get angry with them and you'll still have a relationship with that person because they love you, those are the people who end up getting the brunt end of yeah. the deal. You know yeah, I mean? you get, that's the thing. Like, I feel like when you get angry with somebody, it's not so much an anger as it can be a frustration. Yeah. When, when, when things are, you love and care about somebody, obviously, you, you don't want to get angry at them, you don't want to be raging at them, but you can absolutely feel a frustration because maybe, maybe they're not understanding a point you're trying to make, or maybe there's a, a thing that's, you know, not getting done that it needs to be done and they're not helping, or maybe something just is miscommunicated. So we actually had a listener reach out to us and um, was so awesome to get the message and they wanted us to discuss rage Mm -hmm. and I thought this was a really good time for us to talk about it because we're experiencing anger and frustrations um, and we both have a history of either being around somebody who was rageful or dealing with rage ourselves. I am somebody who deals with rage. 
Um, I have in the past said things um, that were so horrible and heinous that I can't believe that that person continued to talk to me afterwards. And when you're at that point, and some people never experience this, I think everybody experiences being really, really, really angry or really frustrated. Um, but rage, it's like it completely takes you over and you feel out of control and you just do or say things like that you normally wouldn't just to get it out, just to like exercise you from this possession is what it feels like. And mm-hmm. for me in the moment, which is really scary, is it feels really, really good and yeah. really powerful. And um, the more I hurt the person, the more I feel I'm winning. And then as soon as that, and sometimes the rage will leave very fast, like just all of a sudden it's gone. And I'm left with compassionate, sensitive Lindsay, who then sees what the, what the rageful Lindsay has done to this person in front of them. Mm-hmm. And I feel horrible. Yeah. And the thing is, if you deal with this kind of anger and this rage, it's your responsibility, nobody else's, it's your responsibility to learn how to manage it and how to best stop that kind of thing from happening. As we've said before, the real like payoff of experiencing that level of like empathy where you're like, oh God, what the fuck have I done? It's it's a growing moment for for us uh, yeah. as as people when you learn, hey, you are in control of your actions. What you just did is yeah. not cool. I think a lot of us who were bullied or had a parent that was a ragefully abusive or any time where you felt really out of control and put down a lot repetitively as a child or a teenager, um, even as an adult, like those things can really build this toxic kind of rage. So how have you been dealing with it here at work? Well, I've been dealing with it in a rather simple way, at least. Um, I have been trying to just find little releases in any form, whether it's just a, a lot of times it's breathing. A lot of times it's me sitting there just like taking deep breaths. Be mindful of what's happening in your body. Be mindful, feeling what I'm going to feel without trying to push it down or refuse it. Yeah. A lot of it is also me taking it and uh, this this is kind of a, I guess, a, a bit of a yoga practice, if anything, but I'll like... I'll lift my hands up and just breathe it in and then push it away. Like take it physically as much, with your hands. Yeah, just just the just the act of like compressing it in my hands, what this fucking rage-fueled inside is, and just like, nope, don't want it in me. Get the fuck out. <laughs> A lot of times I think when I'm really angry is I either become toxic in my thought patterns with other people. Mm-hmm. Or with myself, and so being able to focus, starting with your awareness of yourself. So if you f- if you have problems with rage, um, first and foremost, there's also anger management, by the way, which yeah. is great. And you might laugh at it, but seriously, like learning how to manage your anger so you don't destroy your relationships or yourself is fantastic. <laughs> so I feel it in my chest a lot. I feel I can't breathe, and it's, but it's like an angry, like burning, and my throat feels like it's going to close up. And I start like, or it becomes really clear focus and it doesn't even make sense what I'm saying and I just get nasty. Mm -hmm. So yes, breathing for me helps as well. Journaling, like writing it out. We actually had another listener write to us about some things that helped her and I agree. Uh, Writing, you don't think about it. Even if you're not into journaling or, or you're not like a writer, quote unquote, writing out your inner thoughts and feelings 
is incredibly therapeutic and it's free. Mm-hmm. Um, I draw angrily, like I draw angry creatures. <laughs> I'm mad at work. That's actually cool. <laughs> really, like, really angry. Thing. Person- it's kind of a personification of what you're feeling. Yes. At that point. And it's like, oh, that's what that is. I can see it now. Yes. Can, it might not exist outside yeah. of this drawing, but that's what it feels like. And having somebody you can talk to and be honest with, like, go to the bathroom with a friend or coworker and just be like, so this is happening and I need to process this out loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I've been doing that a lot lately. Especially with just some of the things that have been going on. It's like I need, I, 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 I get to a point where I'm like, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills and I feel like I'm not in the, in the right frame of mind for it. And then I confirm and it's like, oh yeah, no, I am feeling this way and it yeah. is the right way to feel. Yeah. So for the part of that, it's like, it's hard to think about in terms of like a way to really process. I, I, I mean, I guess... There's times you're just going to be mad. And here's the thing. Sometimes you're going to do the wrong thing because guess what? We're human and we're not perfect. And you're going to get mad at somebody, which is okay to feel, not okay to act shitty. And if you act shitty, which you will at some point, then you have to learn how to apologize. And you Mm -hmm. have to learn how to be like, you know what? And not make excuses. I'm like, I was really angry and this and this happened and it's sorry. But no, just be like, look, I said this thing to you. It wasn't fair. I'm sorry. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> it doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make no. you a weak person. People will respect you more for owning up to it. Um, and I think trying to get through when you're also exhausted and at work and stuff is where we are right now. It's like I'm learning also how, to, how do I – I guess it comes back to self-care, so I do feel refreshed every day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I haven't been able to do any of my self-care or anything. It's all just been a uh, a survival feelings. Yeah, and sometimes that happens. Yeah, and you know what, guys? You're not always going to be happy all the time, as we all know. Sometimes you're going to get depressed. You're going to be angry. You're going to feel jealous. You're going to have these bad emotions, and you can't always fix it. And you just sometimes got to get through it. Yeah, yeah, you absolutely do. When you bottle it up. Mm-hmm. You bottle up this anger, and you've you've got it kind of manifest in your in your your mind. You also mm-hmm. feel it manifest in your body. Do you find yourself at a point where physically it just hurts? Yeah, I mean, I think you know you can get the burning feeling, like I said, in your chest. It hurts in my throat. It throbs and it makes me sick in my stomach. Um, I think the thing is, why are you bottling up your anger? You shouldn't be bottling up your anger. You need to be finding ways to release it. Somewhere along the line, you were taught it was not okay to be angry and it wasn't okay to express your anger. Are you angry at someone, at yourself, at a situation? What can you do to make it better for yourself? That's something I think that helps. I, I, I really struggle with that because it wasn't safe for me to get angry and anger always turned to rage or somebody pulling away from me growing up. Yeah, I always, I always usually felt, because um, I was raised with uh, a parent who got angry. I got two parents who got angry, I should say. Yeah. And and the screaming matches were... Right, toxic. Toxic and very much the norm sometimes. And it doesn't help, it doesn't make you feel better. No, but it definitely set up me for... Not I wanting. Can't, I can't do that. Right. Like, I, 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 I hate don't. that I... I hate that I do do it sometimes, but like if I'm if I'm getting yelled at, mm-hmm. immediately it's a moment of like, nope, I need to fucking stop right the fuck now, and I need you to stop as well. 
Yeah. Like we can't we can't do this yelling game. That's that's fucking impossible to comprehend. So for me I struggle with either raging or going this extreme opposite of shutting somebody out. Mm-hmm. Um I I shut myself down because if I open my mouth, I will say something that I will regret. What ends up happening then is I'm sitting there seething. I mean, just physically like roiling with rage and I can't. And so, like I said, drawing helps, playing a game, like letting your adrenaline, because that's what's happening right then for me, Mm -hmm. is I'm filled with adrenaline and that will fade. Mm -hmm. 15, 30 minutes, it will fade and you'll relax. You'll still be angry, but you'll be able to then communicate in a clear way, mm-hmm. be able to do something to physically like get up and move, get water. You know? Yeah, exactly. <sighs> I mean, besides breathing, I mean, it's such a difficult thing to talk about sometimes just in general because nobody ever wants to be labeled as the angry person. And if you well, you it, Yeah, you have a bigger problem than I do right now because I'm a little bit lower on this totem pole, but you are, and everyone sees you. Mm-hmm. You're a leader of a group of people. Yeah. So you don't want to be the emotional one. No. You don't want to be the angry one. You also don't want to be the one that people feel like they can walk all over. So how do you find the balance? Yeah. It's frustrating. It's absolutely frustrating to, to, to have those moments and to, to not have the time to process anything. Yeah. Let alone like what you're the- feeling or thinking or doing and everyone around you is thinking or feeling or doing. So, Well, I noticed something that you do, and mm. I can hear you from the other side, is you communicate really well with mm. the team. And I think that's something, um, guys, if you're dealing with anger, I know that I do this, is I try to communicate with my friends and loved ones kind of, or even just people I'm working with, in some capacity. So obviously it varies in intimacy level and how comfortable you are with the person. So best friend, hey, I'm not doing well right now. I'm really angry. I'm mad at you that you did this, and I'm just going to have to be angry for a minute, and then I want to talk about it. And I have a great best friend who will take that. Um, Somebody who I'm not mad at, I was like, I'm really angry. I need to just have a moment. In a relationship, needing physical space from the person, like being like, I'm going to go out and for a walk, and just letting your thoughts not become toxic because they will. You will get yourself into a cycle of anger with yourself or with that person. You got to let it go for a minute. The anger will still be there. You can rely on it. It doesn't have to be rage. I notice that you communicate with your team, letting them know kind of what the frustrations are that you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. So at least in that way, people kind of know where you are. And you don't need to tell them intimately stuff, but just so they know. That's nice. That's good, I think. A lot of a lot of what I feel whenever I get to the point of being utterly frustrated to the point of incapability of speaking, like I will happily dis- dissociate yeah, when, I'm, when I'm at a uh, when I'm disassociating. Like it, it's guaranteed that there's a point of anger that I'm at at that point where it's yeah. like the alternative is going to rage, and I can't do that. So I'm going to sit there and I'm going to. Zone out. Not exist for a good five minutes, and the yeah. rest of the world can just kind of sit and wait for me. But that's healthy, I think. You know, in some ways, we all need to zone out and give our little brains little brain breaks. Yeah. Listening to music. Yeah. I've been trying to listen to more music. There's a, yeah. a song uh, Tim mentions, Not Perfect, has been kind of been repeating in my head. And there's... the. There's a moment in the song where it's just like all of, all my fucked up thoughts can hide. Yeah. It's not perfect, but it's mine. 
Yeah. And I love that. I'm like, it, it's something that I have to struggle with constantly is me fighting that need for perfection. And that adds to my frustrations, which makes well, it's me not even more angry. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So annoyance, I think, also would be something that could qualify in that anger category. We haven't touched on that yet, but it's something that I feel does need to be touched on is sometimes you're not frustrated. Sometimes you're just annoyed. And disappointed. Disappointed. Trying absolutely. to filter out. I think what happens with me is I try to fix things real fast mm -hmm. and trying to filter out instead giving myself time to feel what am I feeling right now? What is it exactly? And knowing that I can go back to certain talks over and over if I have to. Um, but yeah, being disappointed in somebody can sometimes, or being hurt, gets masked with anger and yes. frustration. It absolutely can. So going over one more time, because uh, we apologize in advance. My, my brain is... Yeah, we're a little all over the place we're today, we know. We're a lot all over the place today and right now. And, and, you know, we know you guys understand it. We appreciate you all so much. But we, um, I definitely want to go over one more time, just like when, when you are feeling angry, one, like, Accept it. Don't try to bottle it up. You're feeling what you're feeling and you need to accept that that, that, that is the feeling you're feeling. And that's, that's okay. That's not a bad feeling. It's not a bad feeling. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with feeling the way you feel. And taking that in stride, the things to do to calm yourself, if you can. Because yeah. like sometimes you just gotta you just gotta feel it. You gotta be angry, and mm -hmm. then if it doesn't subside, mm -hmm. things to do to calm it down. You just gotta Breathe it out. Because you are in control. No matter what you're feeling, you are in physical control of what you are doing. Yes. So take that and just remember that you can rise above how you're feeling in the moment mm -hmm. and communication. Yeah. You know? Communicate. Take your physicality. Do something, mm -hmm. perhaps, to just burn off that steam. Yeah. Angry dance. Angry dance. I do that a lot. I find myself just doing the frustration dance. I make rage noises when I drive home sometimes and I'm stuck in that traffic after 13 hours of being here. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. ah! Yeah, no, absolutely. Definitely some some good rage noises. They're always welcome. Journaling. Journaling. <laughs> yeah. uh, also checking in with yourself. Are you thirsty? Because being dehydrated can actually really screw you. you. If you're getting grouchy and angry and irritated, if you haven't been drinking enough water, that will be the first, yeah, that will be the first. Oh, yeah, hanger. Anger. That's a real thing. That's a real, real thing, guys. So those are other things. Take care of your basic needs. Um, if you're already in the middle of an anger, if you're fighting with your significant other or with a family member, getting physical space, like Chris said, move, walk. Mm -hmm. you, need, um, you need to be able to know what, yeah. what it is you need in that moment to yeah. help you get past all this shit yeah. that's in your head. And if someone's being genuinely toxic and terrible to you, get the hell away from them. Yeah. You do not need to sit there and take it and let the rage build, let the rage build, and then blow up, you know? Mm -hmm. Take, protect yourself. So, on that note... As always, follow us on Instagram at Podcast, like our Facebook page, and if you want to send us something directly, go ahead and email mailbag at howareyouholdingup.com. Special thank you to Wyatt for this week's episode yes, suggestion. Yes, thank you. We hope that you are doing well, and we thank you for your email. It was awesome to hear from you. And uh, for the next few weeks, we have another few episodes recommended by uh, by our listeners. Yes. We'll be, getting, we'll be coming to that. We thank you guys so much for following up with us after last week's uh, little <laughs> mini episode. 
Thank you guys so much. We hope that you um, enjoy this week. And as always, don't, don't tell, tell us to just get, get over it. it.